Warning. What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. Animal carcasses were found scattered about goats, sheep, dogs. Their contorted and eviscerated remains littered the area. Locals were concerned. I, I would think so. A little worried. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, what are we going on here? What's going on here? Then they started noticing bizarre footprints in the snow. Tracks they could not identify. Large tracks. Now, it was a cold winter. What was roaming about? Slaughtering both livestock and pets alike. Mm. Our story begins in Glastonbury, Connecticut, 1939. Again, it was a cold, snowy winter. A snowy winter where loud shrieks and screams could be heard late into the evening. There were, quote, blood-curdling yells at night. They did not set a welcoming mood. No, this sounds like a horror movie's uh, setup. Like, oh, welcome to this horror town. There's just screaming in the distance. And yeah. Blood-soaked streets with carcasses everywhere. You just walk outside. There's just parts of things. And yeah, weird footprints on your front stoop. You're like, huh, well, that's not good. And there's just blood over here. You go out to find your dog, and you can't because he's just gone. Because... Mm-hmm. Things were slaughtered, but they also went missing. Just gone. Doesn't sound good. No, it's not great. It's not great. But then, people started seeing it. A strange creature racing through their yards and nearby woodlands. Now, in modern times, Glastonbury is a metropolis. Um, 35,000 people live there now. Sizable town. Right. Yep. Sizable place. Pretty good town. Yeah. G- g- nice, good size. Um, but in those days, it was a rural area of no more than 3,000 to 5,000 people spaced out in clusters within a 50-mile radius. This was not the city. This was the wilderness. Witnesses' descriptions were both vague and specific. Some said... It was a large dog with a cat-like face. Now they wondered, was it a bobcat? Mountain lion? Hmm. A local deacon had this to say. It was, quote, about four feet long, a little over two feet high, with a cat-like head and a long tail, and brown in color. Now he decided that, quote, you know... it was like, quote, a slinking cat, end quote, as opposed to like a bobcat. And other people were like, is that kind of a panther? Is that so, kind of like yeah, a sounds panther? Like a <laughs> yeah, quote, a black, powerful beast. And some people were like, ah, you know, dark. This isn't a quote, but it was part of this article. A dark, tawny animal. And then the New York Times eventually would talk about this, and they considered it a, quote, fearsome, shadowy thing with thing being capitalized. Now, when I see thing capitalized in a article, that makes me, that takes me aback a little bit. I'm like, well, that's not a proper noun. Why did you do that? <laughs> I don't like that at all, but that's, it's just thing. It's a proper noun now. It is really a proper noun now. Local newspapers started calling it the Glastonbury Mountain Lion, which I mean, cool guys. Yeah. It's not very, or they also called it the quote, what is it? What hyphen? Is it like what is it? It's the Glastonbury. What is it? Because no one Capital knew. Capital I and it. 
uh, <laughs> it was not well. <laughs> I didn't capitalize it, but no, it's all one. That's like this one name. We'll just consider that. No, that would have been nice to make is and it proper nouns. It's out of control. <laughs> Newspapers are running amok. What are you doing? What is it? What is it? But uh, a January fifteenth article because the newspapers are getting involved here, started with a poem. People were becoming inspired. That's never good. (laughs) (laughs) That's one thing I don't want to do is inspire anyone. Ah, God. Uh, This is that poem. Say, did the fearless hunters pick up the beasties spoor while trekking through the jungles? With steps alert and sure. Probably should have pronounced spore more like spore. Because that's the word. But say did the fearless hunters pick up the beastie's spore while trekking through the jungles with steps alert and sure. It is only a matter of time before I just start reading you poems for an entire episode. Mm-hmm. I'll make sure they're scary poems whenever that comes. I hope so. Okay. Local papers printed even more poetry about the creature. The Glastonbury Lion. Or Wildcat. Where is he? Perhaps it's some poor tabby, now hiding in a tree. But if the great safari, its big game could not stalk. Through wood and open landscape, it had a lovely walk. Hmm. I know the answer to this, but do you feel it? Something is brewing. Can you guess what is coming? Hmm. I got a couple ideas. I mean, you can just we can we can hypothesize right now. I mean, I'm gonna guess we're gonna grab our guns and we're gonna go look for this thing. Interesting. That's an interesting conclusion. Yeah. Definitely. But can't. we got to be drunk first, so <laughs> we better hit the bar and then grab our guns oh, and then go hunt this elusive cat. It's. Almost like human behavior is a little predictable. I mean, it's almost if like if I told you there was a giant cat in my backyard that needed hunting, but we need to crush some brews first. What would you say? I mean, I would, I would like try to, I would, I would like punch a window so the glass would break, and then it'd be like humming Stone Cold theme song, and we would pound beers. You'd be like, you broke my window, but then we just drink beer and go outside and try and kill a beast. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, because it sounds like fun. It sounds great. Do you want to hunt a monster? Yep. Do you want to drink some beers first? Yep. Yeah. Do you want to get some guns? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Local man is murdered by hunting party who thought they were fighting some giant wilderness panther. Worst ways to go. Good time was had. Worst ways to go. Yeah. Worst ways. Yeah. Imagine if you were on the receiving end of that. <laughs> Still worst ways yeah. to go. They're like they're like monster, monster, and they realize they're pointing at you, and you're like, <laughs> and you're in your head. Well, you're like, they got me. I guess I'm the monster. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Is that hopefully they walk up to you as you're like not dead yet, and you're just like, tell my story. I was the monster. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Like, shit, we committed a murder. Then they just dump your body in a ditch and no one knows your story. Yeah, throw me in the oh, trash. Man. Let's go. Throw me in the <laughs> trash. Throw me in the trash. But I was the monster. Didn't take long before a hunting party of 200 people formed in search of the mysterious creature. See, everybody wants to have a good time. Everybody wants to have a good time. God, I love the, man, renaming the podcast Good Times, and then it's just, well, what's what do they mean by good times? Oh, people are in the woods hunting monsters, and they're good very times, drunk. Bad times. I shot myself in the leg. Uh, you know, I looking for the monster. I, I shot my friend, and he's like, "Oh, he didn't die, so like he's okay with it." Yeah. The Hartford Current ran an article on January eighteenth, nineteen thirty nine, with the following title that will live in infamy, and this local mystery's grip on the public's consciousness continued to ramp up. Escalation was the name of the game. This was the title of the headline, quote. Guffaws of Glastonbury, Gloacus, great gloomy gang of gunners. Wow, that's a alliteration? No, that's not the right word. It is. Is it? Yes, it is. 
Guffaws of Glastonbury, Gloacus. Great gloomy gang of gunners. From that article, whose title would make even Stan Lee blush. Quote. Zach. The Gloacus was still loose in the snow-covered hills of Glastonbury Tuesday night. Victor over the wiles of the best huntsmen these, in these parts. That was from the January 18th article from 1939. After the hunting party of 200 men failed to catch the creature. But that revelation was not the most important part of the article that the 200 men did not kill the creature. It was its name. The Gloacus was born. The Gloacus. How do you spell that? It's a, uh, well, you want to talk about its name a little bit? Sure. Bear with me for just a second, because then we will. Okay. The article included a map of the creature's previous sightings, um, locations where animals were heard howling and called the area. So let's pause for a second. The article had a map pointing okay. out where the creature was seen. And then it also had pinpoints or, you know, where animals were heard howling. So, like, you know, dogs are barking at strange things in the darkness that no one saw. Right. Made note of that. It's important to make a note of. Mm-hmm. A dog barked. Bet it was the Gloacus. And they called the area where its apparent rampage was well underway. Gloacki. Gloacchiana. Okay. Gloacchiana. Gloacchiana. Whack. It's whack. It's, it's very whack. Okay. In many ways. Gloacchiana. It even made note of places where, quote, dogs chased something. Okay. <laughs> Never heard of dogs just chasing things. We're really, uh, you know, it's a, it's a high level of um, facts we're reporting here. Hard-hitting journalism. Hard-hitting bare-knuckled journalism on display at its finest here. Now, someone was having fun. That's someone being editor Francis King, who explained the method to his madness in naming the creature as follows. So we'll get into exactly how it's spelled right here. Um, quote, until they're sure the scientific term Gloacus will be used. The name comes from Glastonbury, which is the Gla part, G-L-A. Um, okay. it, it's habitat. Glastonbury is its habitat. So Gla. Mm-hmm. And from wacky to describe the way everyone feels about the whole thing. Okay. So, whack. And the ending makes it sound Latin and authentic. Oh. 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 Yeah, boo, yeah. <laughs> the Gloacus. That sounds like something I would have made up. Correct. You could be a newspaper article being more intoxicated right, than I am even right I mean, now. Who knows how drunk he was, but. <laughs> Gotta well, name it. <clears throat> that's true. What year was it? 1939. Well, Prohibition ended a few years back, probably on a bender. It's Great Depression. Newspapers yeah. need. Yep, let's like, go. I'm having fun. Boom, pound it. Boom, pound it. The Gloacus. I'm a fucking genius. Yeah. Boom. Print to the presses, boys. Like, all right. We're calling it the what? The Gloacus, because it's a wacky, and it's from <laughs> Glastonbury. This sounds like Vince McMahon pitching a new wrestling character. We'll call it the Gloacus. He's from Glastonbury. He's wacky. And like, let's make him sound a little authentic. He's Latin too. The Gloacus. Okay, sir. <laughs> if we have to, you got it. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, if not, you're fired. Oh, my God. All right, fine. Uh-huh. Okay, that's what we're doing. God, I wish I would have written this, imagining this editor as Vince McMahon. Uh-huh. It's all crazy. The Gloacus was here. So to answer your question from earlier, it's not glow, it is gla. Glowacus. The Gloacus. The Gloacus was here. And everybody wanted a piece of this bad boy. Now who's everybody? Well everybody. There was a dance named after the Gloacus, and it was like a public ball type public dance. Oh, name. I thought you meant like a dance move, like the uh, so did I. like the Charleston. Exactly. Or... Whenever I read it, I thought exactly what you thought. Yeah. But it was like a public ball type, like a homecoming, or just like a you know, like hey, everybody come out and hey. it was called the Gloacus Ball. Okay. I gave away the the lead there by calling it a ball, yeah. but it is the Gloacus Ball. Now, rifle clubs had shooting competitions with Gloacus targets. 
Hmm. That sounds fun, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a sober thing to do. Yep. Get him! Boom, boom, boom! I killed it! All right. Time to go to the woods, boys. Bowling marathons were had in his name. Now, I don't... I, well, I, I mean... Bowling? Bo- bowling marathons. Like, knocking pins down? Correct. Okay. So it's like, we're having a marathon for the Glowacus. What is a bowling marathon? You took the words right out of my mouth. All right, guys. First one to drop's a loser. We're bowling for the next two months. Two <laughs> months? Yeah. But, like, one game only lasts, like, an hour. Maybe two. Ah. One game doesn't even last that long. I guess it depends on how many people you got. And we got the whole, let's just say the whole entire 200 people hunting party. They were get, all they, in the same they, game. They came back from the woods. Like, we got to bowl this guy out. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Um. And every company willing and able use the Gluwakis to drive interest in their business. Well, why wouldn't you? Capitalism, baby. We quote, these are certain, these are from certain um, advertisements. Quote, we cannot agree to supply you with Gluwakis steaks. Quote, it's only part of the head of the, uh, the advertisement, but it was from an ad for the Mohican market on Main Street in Hartford. So, like, you know, we can't get you a Gloacus steaks, but come buy our own, you know, come buy, you know, steaks. Mm-hmm. Quote, this is from another company, quote, we will gladly take the Gloacus pelt and make a Gloacus a coat or scarf at our regular rates. That was an ad for a Pratt Street furrier. Quote, but we will feel you will be better satisfied in the long run with one of our brown and eel gray caracal lamb coats. So again, it's working them in there, mm-hmm. having fun. An entire Gloacus themed advertising page existed in January twenty fourth, uh, nineteen thirty nine issue of the Current. Don't you wish more companies use monsters in their viral marketing campaigns today? I mean, I do. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, I think the problem is we need more monsters, mm-hmm. like fun monsters. There's a lot of real monsters running around right now. A little too many of those. Yeah, they might be. They might be the uh, the real monster, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Might be, they might be humans. They might be humans, Zach. They might not be though. They might not be. Well, what if they're not humans? Yeah. What if they're pretending to be humans? Well, yeah. What if they're lizard people? What if they're lizard people? Hmm. Something to think about. <laughs> what if they're lizard people? Something to think about. What a dumb <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Dumb sentence. Yep. So stupid. Yeah, but you could think about it. Yeah, think about it though. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know you do. I mean, if we're going to have capitalism involved in every aspect of, well, I got real personal. I was going to say our life, but I wrote my life. Jeez, that was really hitting <laughs> home. <laughs> in every aspect of our life, I might as well use some monsters. Now, slight aside. Oh, yeah, thank you. I, I want I put this into her mind because you mentioned to me before. Uh, slide aside and very local story. I finally found the, I finally saw one of those uh, signs for the Sasquatch Landscaping Company. I saw one the, of those too. With the American flag. Like, yeah, yep. I, I, I saw one of those today for the first time, actually. No, you didn't, you you didn't see one before? No. I thought you said you saw one before. I don't think so. You told me about it. When, when did I tell you about uh, it? Ah, well, <laughs> I mean. Because that was the first time I'd seen it. You'd seen one because you, you specifically told me that you thought Sasquatch was running for president. Oh, Did that you, makes sense. I don't think I read it, though. Oh, you just saw the sign? Yeah. Okay, yeah. But it was like, I pulled up to a corner. I was like, that's what Zach told me about. <laughs> Holy <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> like, damn, that's convincing. And now, like, you know, <laughs> thanks for you're welcome for the free marketing, Sasquatch landscaping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh-huh. I was like, oh, man, it does look like he's running for president. Yeah. Weird. How <laughs> yeah. bizarre is that? Anyways, it's a... Well, that's a tangent. <laughs> yeah, well, again, I had it because of marketing, capitalism, monsters. That's an example of it happening. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. That's what I want out of this life, this world that I'm living in. Now, anyways, this issue also boasted the issue of, not the issue of, like, Sasquatch being used for marketing, but the issue of, you know... The installment of the newspaper also boasted an interview with the Gloacus himself. Oh, okay. Well, I got good news and bad news. Oh, 
You know what the bad news is? He's a racist. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's like, well, I got some thoughts. Like, no, Glowakis, you don't have these thoughts. These <laughs> thoughts are bad. I got something to say about, no, you don't. Uh, no, that's... I, nope. He just didn't actually show up for the interview, I'm guessing. No, the, the bad news is that I don't have access to the interview. Oh. Yeah, that sucks. But, oh, so there is an interview. Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah, that apparently exists. Yeah. Huh. You know how I I, uh, I couldn't give away the lead earlier off air. I mentioned I wish we had access to like a newspaper article mm-hmm. archive. Yeah. I mean. Okay. Glowakis interview. Oh my god, they talked to it. All right. But uh, other people clearly had access to this because I was able to read their reports, and um, evidently the Beast had no idea where he was. He was lost until the Current began publishing his whereabouts. So he could, oh, like, oh, I'm here, because they had a map. Okay. How crazy. Yeah. Meanwhile, as all this fun was consuming the communal discourse, livestock continued to be butchered or go missing by an unknown assailant. And the hunts continued. According to our current article, hunter William F. Bon Voilor, sure, it's not, it's not how his name is pronounced, but that's what it is. Okay. Bon Vau Light. Yep, we're done. Yep. <laughs> Spotted a, quote, beautiful black creature about three feet long with a tail two feet long leap out of the scrubwood in front of him. Scrubwood, by the way, is a good word. Near Diamond Lake. Okay. Now, also, the article goes on to state that, uh, and this this whole little section comes from the article, even the parts that aren't in quotes, it's all together because they summed this part up pretty well um the 12 gauge oh hold on wow sorry jumped ahead wow 12 gauge, sorry ah, spoilers <laughs> spoilers uh, the article goes on to state quote bon Vorlor brought up his shotgun and cut loose with the right barrel the 12 gauge charge bit into a rotted tree stump as the startled cat began zip zagging through the underbrush when the uh, the gun misfires toward the beast, it, quote, kicked back sprays of snow as it fled into a stretch of green cedars. Did you say zip-zagging? That's what it says, and I don't, I'm not going to blame autocorrect. I wanted to say that's what I put. Okay. I think that's what it was. Zip's not zigzagging. Zip-zagging. It's more vertical when you get to zip-zag. It's, it's, it's less horizontal. No, no, no. Zip. All okay. on when, the y-axis. When you, when you zig, it's H. When you zip, it's Y. Okay. You're welcome, huh. listeners. Yeah. You, but you didn't know that, did you? I, I just, no, you did. I mean, I did because yeah. I'm the one that helped no, create no, you that. Did. But no, it was all it was all you. Had. <laughs> it was all you. <laughs> the y-axis. <laughs> all right. So if anybody asks you what's a zigzag, you're like, it's a y-axis. Only go up more. You gotta go up. And zigzagging is going horizontal. Yeah. Horizon because of the horizontal because of the horizon line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm helping people out, man. I'm helping everybody out. <laughs> Just saying. Uh-huh. Just so they know for sure. Yeah, so he was zigzagging through the underbrush. And again, I mentioned already that he kicked, you know, boom, snow, jumped yeah. around. 12 gauge. Yeah, 12 gauge. Yeah. This is a different person. Quote, I never saw a Glowacus. But I'll bet that animal over there in Glastonbury isn't one. Ah, oh, we don't have a believer. Huh. Hmm. I'll bet it's a lynx. Four years ago, there were two lynx off here in the Pinnacle Mountains. They were mates, and nobody caught or killed them. They can have a whole family around these parts by now. And that was said by a New Britain policeman in an article again from January 23rd, 1939. Now, there was even speculation that the creature was an escaped animal from the Vermont Zoo that was destroyed, and I almost took a huge deep dive. This whole episode almost began about me talking about the hurricane of 1938, but it really has nothing to do with a monster outside of this. But this catastrophe was the most lethal and devastating hurricane to ever hit New England, and it was apparently a complete shit show. It wrecked everybody. It was bad. And of course, 1939. No one's like, hey, no one's like, hey, hurricanes coming. So people just like were dying. And yeah, things like, were destroyed. Holy shit, hurricanes! Houses here. were gone. Oh my god, what the fuck? So that was a bad. It was not a good time. How do you feel about said things? Uh, I feel like 
that Gloakis's interview is wildly important, and and we I don't can't believe that's been lost to history. It may not be lost to history. It might just be behind a paywall. Yeah, lost to history. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Same difference. I mean, okay, fine. Do you know what I was digging to try and find so I could just read you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I type in Gloakis interview, and I would find it. Kind of. But it would be behind walls that require. Hmm. And like pro- a proper researcher, which, you know, sometimes I am, um, would have made that deep dive. And maybe maybe one day I'll just present to you like, all right, Zach, today it's just the Gloakis interview. That'd be awesome. And, well... It may be in everyone's future. But anyways, but newspapers continued posting stories and drawings of the beast. But as the snow began to melt from that cold winter, the hysteria subsided. Eventually, an article with the headline, quote, Mysterious Gloacus is no more, was published, where the fate of our furious feline slash canine was revealed to be that of a canine. Okay. Evidently an emaciated... You know what? I'm only going to say this because autocorrect is funny. I typed emaciated. Huh. And it goes... Autocorrect is like, evidently an emancipated... Nope. Nope. It's not what happened. He's... Emaciated. You're free! <laughs> yeah. You're free! Because freedom is not what came from this brown dog. Hmm. Evidently, an emancipated brown dog was snared with a bear trap, and his human captors shot it to death. Why? Imagine coming across a dog in a bear trap. Like, well, I mean, I guess a, maybe maybe guns it was the merciful thing to do, though. Maybe, or you could just like feed it. Well, I mean, it's kind of bear trap. Oh uh, well, right. Those are pretty gnarly. That's true. He doesn't have <laughs> really, he doesn't have a leg anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Now, some people speculate that the Gloacus was always a starving lost dog. I left that out from earlier. They might have mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what if it's just some starving dog? And some people were like, that's dumb. But if it was that starving dog, um, they speculated that its footprints only appeared big in the snow because of how the snow had melted. Like, dog print, it melts. I guess. Because like... if, if the dog like pushes to the ground, like it melts in war, it might seem bigger. Again, they're just saying stuff. I yeah. your face is how I feel too. But that's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's uh-huh. that's how it is right now. Um, evidently, news of this dog's death was suppressed and so not released. They suppressed the dog death. <laughs> they like, didn't want oh, to talk. Can't get this. Uh, they can't it's get literally. Out. This is gonna blow. This is gonna blow the lid off everything. We got steaks to sell. We gotta make. Gotta sell coats. Mm-hmm. And not released immediately because of it being the lackluster ending to one wild ride. Mm-hmm. What began with mutilations, loud shrieks, and chaos ended with a whimper as everyone's attentions moved elsewhere. But can you ever truly be rid of a Gloacus? I don't know. That was winter. Spring, April 1st, that year, 1939. From a ConnecticutMag.com article. Uh, the Springfield Republican ran the headline, quote, Intrepid Explorers to Track Down Horrifying Ectoplasmic Glowacus. The first hunt ectoplasmic? took place. Ectoplasmic? Ectoplasmic. Okay. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, me too. The first hunt took place at the Indian Oven Cave in Millerton, New York, just over Connecticut's western border. The April 1st publication should have been a tip-off that something wasn't right. Did that raise any red flags for you? Uh, a couple, 1st, maybe. Yeah, just a couple. Yeah, but coverage of the quote intrepid explorers, and again, this is all from this is all a good chunk from the article. And their hunts over the next few days appeared in newspapers throughout New England and beyond. As part of the hunt, a woman was lowered into the cave to bait the Gloacus. Now they make mention that King Kong was really released uh, six years earlier, so people were thinking, you know, maybe unusual animals, maybe you know. Throw a hot babe in the mix, and they'll come out for her. Of course. As, but, I mean, if this isn't phony, I love the idea of, like, hey, Susan. Mm-hmm. You're looking pretty good today. Yeah. You want to get in this hole and look for the Gloacus? <laughs> and then Susan, who might also be wasted. Yeah. Sure. 
Lower or die. Just, man. This... Well, if it was a question, it, we got her answer. She's wasted. Right. When also, <laughs> I, yeah. Also wasted. Because the assumption is that, like, yeah, we're already out of our minds. Um, yeah, so maybe strange beasts are lured to attractive women. Which seems to be a common theme in monster movies. It does. I mean, a few weeks ago, I rewatched the uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon, which is mm-hmm. still fantastic. It's been a bit, but yeah. You should, I mean, just, it's just like good. R- real good. It's funny. One of my favorite scenes in that move slide as, movie, Slide Aside, is that like, because like there's one woman um, archaeologist or arche- scientist with the group, and like they're in the Black Lagoon, and like she jumps in just to go for a swim, and like as soon as she like jumps in the water, which again, not the not the best move in the situation because you know there's like something in there. There's a creature in there. There's a creature from the Black Lagoon. He right. Yep. <laughs> like the way the men freak out that she just went for a swim is incredible. <laughs> it's almost like she she chose to make a decision. I mean, it's an iffy one. I'm not going to deny that. But like, oh, the woman's in the. It's just there's a, there's a huge overreaction. It's very <laughs> funny to me. It's just like, guy, like, like, oh no, like she made the choice to get in the water. Leave her alone. Right. Oh, she can't survive. This is very funny. But of course, she also just then ends up like being attacked by the creature somewhat. So like maybe don't get in the water. But it's, right. anyways, the organizers of the hunts were Clay Perry, a pioneering cave explorer credited with coining the term spelunker, and Roger Johnson, a fellow spelunking enthusiast who knew a thing or two about myth making as the son of Clifton Johnson, a renowned New England folklorist. Uh, Jen Carella writes... In this article, quote, um, the widespread appeal of the Glowacus was just what the two men needed to inspire interest in caving. Again, capitalism at work. The hunts concluded on April 23rd when they supposedly cornered and killed the Glowacus at the Bashful Lady Cave in Salisbury. Later, the men would freely admit they had staged the whole thing. However, their efforts provided exposure for the new sport of caving, and solidified a connection between the Glowacus and Spelunking that remains active today, and many caving groups using various artist renderings of the creature as their mascots. Now, I don't know if you want to Google um, Spelunking and um, the Glowacus. Maybe you'll have more luck than me, because I expected to be flooded with a bunch of awesome drawings of the Glowacus. Now, there's newspaper articles with great drawings of the Glowacus, which I may show you on Behind the Veil. Um, But the Spelunking stuff... I couldn't find anything that really jumped out at me, but maybe you'll see something. It wasn't like an obvious search. So I'm just going to take that article at its word and assume that actually happened. Okay. A few animals would go missing during the 20th anniversary of the creature's sightings in the 50s. Okay. So, you know, 20 years later-ish. Well, exactly. Um, But nothing came of that. Just like, oh, things are going missing. Maybe it's a glowacus. Mm -hmm. The end. And this was the final chapter of the Glowacus. Until it wasn't. Uh-oh. Oh. September 15th, 1966. Uh-oh. That's the thing about folklore. It only dies when people stop telling the stories. And depending on the storyteller, the stories can reach new heights and take on new forms. Good. <laughs> Yeah. Let's yes. Go. Yes. Teachers. Okay. Yeah. I just say this Glowacus is going to get wacky. Oh man, he's going to be so wacky. Let's go. Teachers, citizens, and parents called City Hall, expressing their fears of an encroaching creature that was terrifying their children. They got wind of this story from another article in the newspaper. Interesting. The newspapers seem to have a huge impact on this entire narrative. Sure does. Readers of the Deep River New Era were told that prominent members of their community had encountered something frightful on horseback. Something terrible. Something that was a, quote, formidable creature as big as a bear. One of these companions took a picture of the beast after it was scared away. Escott Eck McWinney. Oh, I didn't know Eck was the nickname for Escott, but I like it. Escott Eck McWinney. Hmm. If that was why he was nicknamed that. Nicknames are weird. Yeah. All right. That part does not matter. What does matter is, quote, the beast was as tall as an average man and covered with short, dense mink brown fur. It had a small, piggish, almost human face 
and two sets of ears. Well, this thing has evolved. Hasn't it? Mm-hmm. That's something else, right? Yep. The creature had no visible tail, but had horn talons on all four of its feet. Wow, this thing has really evolved. Correct! You are correct. That's intense. Yeah. A picture of the almost human face is what graced the pages of the newspaper. Now, it was only a matter of time before swarms of hunting parties stormed the woods in search of the beast. As you do. Right. And to those um, new to the show, long-time listeners will know this is what we call a mess. Yep. Monster excitement stupidity syndrome. Correct. X said the beast made weird sounds with its mouth. These sounds would be like, Akis! And wackus. Oh, come on. Oh, what? You like where it's going, huh? <laughs> you like where this is leading? No. Imagine the creature just described coming at you to murder you going, Akis. Wackus. Wackus, Akis, Wackus. Yeah, no. Wackus, Akis. I'm going to whack it. Wackus, wow. <laughs> wow. He's like, yeah. He's like, do you want to see my wackus? No. Sure, no one does. I sure don't. No, I don't. How about my talons and all four of my feet? Well, I'll look at him. Don't. Like, I'll take a look. And then, like, I'll move on. Wackus. Yeah. Wackus. 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 Wow, dude. Anyways. No, not anyways, because everything I'm about to tell you is crazy. Okay. This thing was a newer incarnation of the Glowackus, whom Eck figured wandered from Glastonbury into Essex. But unlike the, plevi- uh, wow. unlike the previous Glowackus, which is not an easy thing to say, mm-hmm. Glowackus, this beast was incandescent. He emitted a bright light. Instead of a Glowackus, he had now become a Glowackus. Okay. How do you feel about knowing where this is going? I hope that we get some like nuclear energy worked in here. Yeah, nuclear glowacus. Yeah, because glow nuclear. This thing, this yeah. thing is mutated. Correct. It is completely different than it, it is was fucking before. way scarier than that. Might be like a brown dog or cat thing. <laughs> it's a giant monster. Yeah, now it's like a chimera of sorts. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, many articles called it a chimera. <laughs> so that is the exact vibe that is being expressed right now. Yeah. Now, because of the mess. Police dove into the legend. They at first thought it was funny, but then again, police. They kept being hurt. Well, don't like fun. They do not like fun. Hashtag no fun. Hashtag what? Because they were being called repeatedly about this thing. Well, isn't that cute? But then, like, after a while, it's like, all right. (laughs) This is how problems get solved. Never mind. They're out to do something. They want to figure <laughs> shit out, is my point. Uh-huh. Police dove into the legend and discovered a man who owns a camp and who was famous for telling ghost stories around the campfire proliferated his new version. Alfred Knapp was forced to apologize, of course, the man who told the story. Um, he would tell around like, campfires, and then newspapers got a hold of what he was doing and decided, like, you know what? This is good for the masses. Here you go. Good enough. What do you like? Oh, my God. But he, when he apologized, it was a tongue-in-cheek apology, as it seems he basically said people should not give in to fantasy so quickly and use their brains to distinguish fact and fiction. I mean, that's fair. Right? That seems right? responsible. <laughs> I summed up what his apology was, basically kind of other sites described it as being, and that's what I took from it. He's like, yeah, I told a crazy story, but you should know it's crazy. Yeah. You should be like, oh, isn't that funny? Not yeah. like, we got to go kill it. My kids are scared. Call the police. It's time to burn the town down. Yeah, use your fucking brain, yeah. idiot. <laughs> right. Now, since these altercations, the Glowacus's former hunting grounds have been built up into an expensive suburban landscape. Again, 3,000, 5,000 people in like 1939. Now it's around 35,000. The suburbs have taken over. Uh, but what's cool, and if you wanted to plan a destination, a few forest preserves remain with great hiking trails where the Glowacus may have been. 
But if you want to go to like where he really was like, you know, maybe killing stuff, it's all like expensive neighborhoods and stuff. Right. Which I mean, that would be a good conversation to have with the authorities. Yeah. Looking for the Goakis. Yeah. What? Don't worry about it. What are you doing? <laughs> I, love, I love the disgust. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. Sir, what are you doing? I'm hunting the Glowakis. We know you hate fun, and I'm hunting the Glowakis. Yeah. We're here to party. You are like the anti-party patrol, mm-hmm. and you know what? You've been kind of wacky. Are you a Glowakis? Yeah. Am I hunting you? Right, so now, now we... We don't Lo- hunt. Local suburban neighborhood shootout ensues. <laughs> Lone survivor says he was killing the Glowakis. Kills two officers. Oh, God. Oh, my God. What happened? Nothing good. Nothing great. Nothing good. Now, some of these story beats may may resonate with you. Okay. Right? Well, I mean, we've discussed similar types of situations in the past. Oh, yeah, definitely. And when these situations come up, certain things, you know. Unfortunately, I was unable to find any breweries focusing on the Goakis, because that tends to happen when there's, like, a cool monster. That just means I couldn't find it. Doesn't mean there isn't one, but yeah, I don't live in Connecticut, so it's not as easy for me to just be like, oh, there's a, you know, this place has a Glowakis beer. Or any modern festivals, but there are plenty of festivals, of course, in Glastonbury and Connecticut. Yeah, I, um, found a, I found a beer. Did you? Yeah. Tell me about it right now. It's just a Glowakis IPA. Yeah, is it in Connecticut? It's gotta be. Perfect. Because I was looking for a specific but like, why was I looking for specific monster breweries? Oh, because I want that to exist. Yep. That's why. No, it's Pennsylvania, actually. It's almost like the Snellig gas drink earlier that's all the way in Illinois. Yeah. Not in Maryland. Huh. Who would have thought? Hmm. Weird. <sighs> but yeah, no specific breweries focused on the Guacus or... Uh, man, if you really don't say it precisely, you sound like a crazy person. <laughs> Glowacus. Glowacus. Yeah, Glowacus. Or any modern festivals, again, using him as the reason for the season. Because that's usually how these stories end. But I hope Glastonbury and the surrounding communities get on board because I want to go to a Glowacus festival. It would be fun. It would be amazing. Because I don't hate fun. No, fun is good. Mm-hmm. Now, another good quote. No, fun is good. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Well, some people hate fun. Oh, who? Like who? I don't know. Anyways, we might have mentioned a group of people who don't like fun earlier. I'm not saying it was the police, but... What was the Glowacus? We talk about it all the time. Not the Glowacus, but, you know, this. It was a different era. People needed something to do. Spurred on by missing pets and dead livestock, people started talking, and people needed something to talk about especially considering what was starting to fill a news cycle. After all, what was going on in the world in 1939? In the world? Yeah. I don't know, nothing, right? It's kind of boring. I mean, there was a few people causing some problems. Yeah, what kind of problems? Probably not good ones. They were not good ones. No, they were as if any problem is good, but like bad, real bad. There's like bad problems. Yeah, like world war. And there's like real problems. bad world war we're starting. problems. We're definitely going. They were definitely going. Quote, it relieved the monotony of a dreary winter, a uh, July 8th editorial mentioned. It provided small talk for uncounted dinner tables just as the subject of the hurricane began to pale. Now imagine like a year after this devastating hurricane. I mean, it's going to be all over the place. Like the after effects. Things are going to be a mess. So let's talk about a monster. It got any number of ordinarily slothful individuals into the open air. So somebody who wasn't doing anything got wasted, grabbed their guns, and was like, rock and roll. Here we go, baby. Boom, boom. Now killed the Gloacus. Yeah. Was that Carl? Nah, man. That was the Gloacus. Now it is dead. Talking about the Gloacus, not Carl. Now it is dead. But if one knows Glastonbury, it will rise again. It was too useful to remain long buried. End quote. In conclusion, well, how long will the Glowacus sleep this time? That is the story of the Glastonbury Glowacus. 
Well, I hope he comes up soon. Right? I was but. disappointed to like not see him. And he's also considered to be a fearsome critter, by the way. Huh. Makes sense. But it doesn't seem like he's been embraced as much as, like, let's say, you know, the Hodag. I do like the Hodag. Who a doesn't? Lot. If you do, the only reason there's only one reason you don't like the Hodag, because you don't know he exists. And you hate fun. And you hate it too. There's two reasons. <laughs> you don't know he exists, which is the only forgivable reason. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is like, well, man, you just ain't cool, dude. You just hate fun. You just hate fun. You're a fun hater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun hater. Come on, man. Why don't you like the Hodag? Yeah, he's great. Yeah. But Glastonbury Lowackus, what a guy. What a guy. Seriously, man. What a chimera dog hybrid thing that evolved out of some sort of, I don't know. There's, there, there really is <laughs> he just still. just evolved. He's there, like a Pokemon. He's literally like a Pokemon. I mean, he was saying his name basically at one point. Glowackus. Glowackus. Wackus. 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 Kind of sounds like Ekans. Wackus, Ackus. Yeah. Anyways, and I'm just making Pokemon sound. Yeah, but he evolved. He really did. He really did. So, yeah, hopefully he gets capitalized on and is used to. I mean, he's all about advertising. He's a huge fan of capitalism. Mm -hmm. So get him on something. But, yeah. But Glowackus is a pretty cool guy. Super cool. But we still don't know. Like, not nobody really has a good answer to like what was killing or taking all these things. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> just kind of a thing that's just yeah, forgotten yeah. about. The thread just goes away. Like, that was actually happening. Like that's true. Huh. And again, it would be nice to have access to again proper research or whatever. The Glowacus is interview. I want that. So do I. Mm-hmm. Nothing has made me come closer to paying what it would be to have access to like and like no matter what it costs, it's a pretty probably a pretty cool. I mean, worth it. Worth it, right? You got a cryptid on on paper. Yeah, quotes. Totally him. Yeah, definitely. Definitely him. What do you think? What do you have to say about this? Well, I killed that cow because I was hungry. What? And then I killed all his friends, the dog, the cat, the goat. Anyways, well, I, was, <laughs> I was lost for a while. I'm glad you published my stories in the paper. Yeah. Then it hit its bones under the owner's houses. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> what? Yeah. I couldn't stop. I was out of control. I was a maniac. I framed the owner for murder. Cool. Look up John Smith. Maybe he killed his dog. Yeah. I can tell you where it's buried. I saw him bury it. I was watching him because I was a concerned citizen. What? Cloacus, you're so crazy. Yeah, you're silly. You're yeah, wacky. Yeah, I am. Silly. Are you starting to glow? Yeah, now I'm the Glowacus. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you, do you just got long claws in your hands? I do. Next iteration is going to be the Glowcrackus. She's going to be hooked on a crack. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny that you said that. That's hilarious. Because I, I jumped to immediately him like the glow crackus was like, now he's part cracking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Smashing. I caused the hurricane. Why not both? <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm cracking on crack. <laughs> that's, what, that's what manifests his transition. He's... <laughs> it's a crack pipe. <laughs> he just sprouts like, tentacles. Yeah. And he's just slapping cities left and right. He's causing hurricanes oh, and natural disasters. He's like, New <laughs> England is mine. <laughs> what are you talking about? I am the glow kraken. Interview me now. No, it's scary. I will eat your world. Yeah, I am your world. What does that mean? You know what it means. Okay, so that's the final form of the Pokemon, then. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the. Yeah, that's it. That makes sense. That's it. He's like, oh, he's a cute little like cat, dog, bear thing. And he has. He's then he grows. No, cat dog, and then he becomes a bear-like humanoid, clawed, glowing monster. And then, and then you give. Him, and then you give him the special candy or oh whatever the God, fuck. The special candy. That's what you just call crack. <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't that what it's called in Pokemon? Yeah. No. Well, I don't know if you give. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is special candy. Yeah, it's crack. Yeah, <laughs> and then he turns into the glow crack. And yeah, it's like, 
Uh. As he's yelling, wackiest, glow wackiest. Oh my God. <laughs> he's just sinking fucking ships. <laughs> he's, he's slapping whole towns. Oh, yeah, I bet you liked your Main Street. Boom, gone. Wow. All right. I bet you, do you believe in God? Goodbye to your church. Boom, wow, glow wackiest. Glow Stop. cracking. Stop. I'm your god now. Gloacus, you need to stop. He's like, well, that's what happens. Ah, yeah. oh, man. The glow- that, is that, is, that, that is the story of the Gloacus. <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen a Gloacus, um, email us at weirdandfeardpodcast at gmail.com. Facebook, Instagram, we're on there. Follow us. Support us on the Patreon.com slash weirdandfeard where you get behind-the-scenes content, behind the veil. Leave um, us a review. Leave us a review on the iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts because, honestly, that's probably one of the most important ways to uh, – definitely top two most important ways to support the show. Absolutely. Because we appreciate um, your thoughts and your opinions. Um, I mean, if you have thoughts and opinions on the episodes you've listened to or have suggestions, always email us. Instagram comments are great. Um, all the all the ways that you can post on social media, we will see it, and that would be fantastic. Yep. Um, but, Yeah. Then the weird and feared dot com does well that does yeah. exist. Give it time. Patreon.com slash weird and fear is where you want to go though to listen to the episodes and look at the art and monster drawings and stuff like that. But otherwise, just keep, you know, enjoying your life, enjoying the show, and stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. <laughs>